wow two podcasts in one day our audience is so lucky we are here again with nithya alana and carla and we will be discussing our childhood memories again open flow vibes so we're gonna start with nithya Nithya? Yeah, Nithya has a childhood. I do have a childhood. (laughs) Um, What am I supposed to say about it? I guess you... What was the... What are three ways you could describe your childhood and why? I think... Oh, that's really hard. Um... What, What were three key factors in, like, the development of who you are today? What's one what's one thing you enjoyed about being a child? I think in comparison to now. In comparison to now, especially <laughs> you had four different questions. I don't what know. I didn't I didn't know which one you wanted to answer. Um, I think as a child, um, I did have to make a lot less decisions. I didn't really know what to say. I mean, like, um, I, had a, I think I had a great childhood, honestly. My family made that possible for me to have a really good childhood. Um, and it, so because I had a good childhood, it's a little bit easier for me to transition, I guess, because they they raised me well and eased me into making decisions, I guess. Um, but yeah. So that was my I don't I don't really know what I'm saying right now actually. But um that was a it was a good childhood. I have a lot of memories with my brother um and my parents. Uh and they made it pretty great for me. So yes. That is all I really don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty late at night today. I appreciate the... I don't know what I'm saying because I get no direction. I asked four questions. I know. We're all just randomly. Just one. But we're all just randomly talking, so it's not like I would know what to say either. I mean. I, I was... mean, what do we talk about about our childhoods? Um. How do people develop into who they are? I think there's like key factors that come into play that. I mean, it's everything, but there's also general sentiments that, like, if those things were changed, then we'd be completely different in some sense. Like, I definitely think being raised by my mother as a single mother predominantly has, like, truly factored into who I am. And if my dad was more involved, I would have been, like, far more... Like, like far different, not necessarily better or worse. And then definitely having sisters, like you both have older brothers. I'm sure that has like the relationship we have with our siblings factors so much into who we are as people and how we grow up. And mm, third thing, so that, that'd be like parents, our siblings. And then I guess like the friendships that we made, like how, how did the relationships that we had with like people from a young age impact the way that we view love from people outside our family like later on in life like those those are three core aspects i think that approaching this 
and this would be like a great way to like describe childhood but that's just my perception okay yeah so you guys can speak from that okay um i think that my parents were my parents are great people um they're very very invested in my family and they did everything they could to make sure that my brother and I were living a happy childhood. Um, yeah, so I think that it was main, it was a very good influence, honestly, that they had on who I am today because they really helped me, like, be better, be, be better, I guess, yeah, and really, like, supported me um, in my own decisions and made me into the person that I am. Um, my brother, I am, uh, extremely close with my brother. He's three years older than me. Um, and I think that he, he was someone I, there was, I've had, um, quite a bit happen in my life. Uh, That's as much as I will go into it. But my brother is, um, was always a very protective person and was always very... I guess, sincere, um, and he always wanted to make sure that I was safe, and I was having a good time, and, um, so, yeah, I think a a lot of me was protected by my brother growing up, which was, was amazing, actually. It did, I think, um, have some unintended, like, consequences for a bit of making me a little bit dependent, um, but but he he really did make my childhood happier. I think because um, of the way that he uh, protected me and treated me as a kid. Um, and then the area I grew up in, um, I was I the first place I lived um, and grew up in. Um, first, the first places, I guess, where it's a very, like, white place. Um, very conservative white place, specifically. Um, and so, you know, growing up in a town like that didn't do wonders for my self-esteem, honestly, because, like, my POC features were seen as as weird and abnormal, um, but I don't know. It didn't it didn't do great things. I will I will say for my self confidence, but it never made me unhappy because I was always happy with for a long time. I mean, like for my entire life. That's what I mean. Um, I was happy with who I was, and like I was proud of my culture and my heritage. So I don't think that affected me as much because if it did, it would have affected me very negatively. But um, yeah, those are the three aspects in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Alana? Okay. Um, don't worry, your eyes at me. <laughs> she just brought her eyes on me for calling her next. Because <laughs> she's so used to calling everybody next. Yeah, I was about to say Carla. <laughs> I know. Um, 
Mm, so my childhood was super awesome. I wish that I could relive my entire life over, I think I've said that a few times yeah. since being And make here. the same decisions. And, and make the same decisions. But I th- we've also talked about like how um, all the decisions we made, good or bad, like lead us to where we are now. And I mean, I'm in a good place right now, so I'd hope that I'd end up here again if I were to relive my life. But um, I, my, oh, I definitely don't remember a lot of the things that were like upsetting about the earlier times of my life because my parents did get divorced when I was really young. So my entire life, I remember my my stepdad and my mom like I don't and and my dad like I that's what I remember is that dynamic of my entire life and I always had an older sister because you know they're older so they were born first and um I think that having an older sister helped with my love of women and just like being raised by like such a predominantly like female household like my grandmother my my mom's sister um, who I call Kunyama is like that was that was my childhood. My grandparents, my mom, my older sister, and my aunt, and like feeling the love, and you know, parents in in brown households may not always be the best at you know verbal affirmations of love, but you know they do. And my mom, like. She is just like such an outstanding woman. I can't say enough to toot her praises. And then having an older sister that, as Nithya was saying about, you know, their brother, somebody that like shelters you and protects you from a lot of the things. I think that's definitely like a younger sibling thing is that our older siblings break through the roof of like what's acceptable in a household and in a family. And we, as younger siblings, get to have get to learn a lot through their mistakes and through their life experiences. And that's definitely how I approach growing up. Like I, I knew I knew automatically from the way that my older sister lived her life what I how I should do it as well. And eventually I became a big sister to my beautiful, wonderful little sister. And so I was definitely have middle child mentality in terms of during during the time where my mom had, you know, both me and my little my older sister and my little sister i got to like do a lot of like random things um and like stay i don't know i just got to got away with a lot of things i not that i was doing anything recklessly but you know having a a big kid who's about to go into college and a little kid who needs all your attention allows for a lot of opportunities so that's how i be able i was able to like develop really strong relationships with my friends i think and i think that going to a school that allows for you to stay with the same group of kids like a smaller group of kids from like however young to however old i did from sixth grade to 12th grade in the same school was it was such a family energy throughout that experience and I know you know there's a lot of times where you can feel like you're put in a box because you're in such a small scenario but I really felt like I had the opportunity to get to know so many different kinds of people that I wouldn't have if I didn't wasn't placed in a position where I got to know everyone I really 
I really appreciate that experience. And so I think it allowed for me like go into college as somebody who knew a lot of like random things about different kinds of people and it helps in aiding in social direction and observing certain things about people in social situations. I'm still working on being more socially aware, but that's definitely a characteristic that I think helps with empathy as well. But I, yeah, Carla. Um, I think, well, my childhood was Carla, really thumbs great up to me. Yes, thumbs up to her childhood. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I vote yes. Everyone, good. Um, yeah, I had a really good childhood. I also have an older brother. I just have one older brother. He's also three years older than me. So I think he played a huge role in the way that I was raised and the way that I do things now. Because like it's been mentioned, like, your older brothers, your older siblings are basically like um, your role models since like day one. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that I would do, I was motivated to do because of him. So I always did really good in school because he did really good in school and I saw how that was really important. So I always tried really hard. Um, I also grew up with a lot of boys a lot of my, my brother then it was me and then my two cousins after were also boys so my childhood was very like i spent a lot of my childhood outdoors um playing around soccer just sports outside um i watched i grew up watching very boyish tv shows like ninja turtles like wwe and wrestling yeah <laughs> Boyish TV screams Ninja Turtles. It does. It does. <laughs> I mean, I the boys in my family watch Ninja Turtles, so yeah, we watched a lot of WWE. Um, what else? My parents are great. I'm very close to my mom, especially. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what else I was gonna say. Uh, the place you grew up in. Oh. Yes, so I grew up in a very, I was going to say where I grew up. I grew up in a very, very small town. I am still living in the house in which, well, I wasn't born. We moved into that house when I was about a, one year, I think I was already a year old. So we've been there for like 21 years already. It's a very small house. We've definitely outgrown it, but it feels like a very special place. And I'm sure we're going to live there forever. And I wouldn't want to move. From there because it's a very special place a lot of things happened my entire life happened there um yeah nice yeah how do you think um have if if you've had any negative experiences in your childhood that you want to talk about how do you think those have shaped you you know, if you haven't had any, genuinely, that's okay also, but... Um, I... I don't know that I had any... Okay, I did. But... I mean, so growing up, when I went to a smaller school, I went to a PWI... Did you already explain the acronym? No. Predominantly white institution. 
um, for like elementary school and so um, I used to think that I was like the only Indian in America, like my family were like the only Indians in the United States. And so when I went to the school, there was like these girls, we were all really good friends. Like we all really liked each other. It's just everyone had their moments. Um, and one morning we, we, I, we, they had morning session before school where people would watch like VeggieTales and like just random TV shows because parents had to drop their kids off early. And so I went um, early and then all the girls were sitting um, in a circle and they were playing a game and I came up and I was like, oh, can I join? And they're like, oh, sorry, only like pretty white girls can, can, can play this game. And my older sister came up and grabbed my hand and then took me to go sit with her friends. And I totally didn't register the situation. Like I, so many things that when I look back at my life were just like signs of what this country is and how it treats people of color. And you know, I didn't recognize them because I was in such a privileged situation with having an older sister who was so willing to, you know, take me under her care and I honestly am such a positive person because I was allowed to see the best things in the world because I mean, not until many, many years later, till I transferred out of the school, did I think about how situations like that, you know, what they mean, what they mean for people and what society is. Because that day it was just, okay, I guess I'm not allowed to play this game. I'll play with them later. That was my thought process at that moment. And then just the having my, my dad was a big part of my childhood. Well, um, the fun parts of my childhood because he was definitely the kind of guy that all of the other kids would be jealous of. He's so playful, he's so fun. He's so good with kids, so energetic. I played all of the sports under his care. I like did all of the sack races and you know, the, the when you tie people's ankles together and you three run layered three layered races, like all those like random competitions, he'd like find them and take me to them. And I definitely had a far more like active childhood that my mom who was working full time would have been able to provide if it wasn't for my dad. Um, at some point during middle school, he like my my after my little sister was born, he kind of saw less of a role for him as my father and kind of fell off and I think that also in that situation I didn't even really despite how much I loved him enjoyed spending time with him I didn't understand like I didn't think about it I just he phased out of my life every once in a while I'd be like oh I mean you know, I, I miss my dad it sucks that you know I, I didn't know what happened I didn't talk about it with anyone really it's, it was just like an absence and I think that's how I get through situations that are hard is by if I can ignore it I can but I'm not doing it consciously so I think at some point during my childhood I must have picked up the habit like through the small things that have happened of you know just 
just look past it and eventually I'll reflect on it and I'll be like, how did I, how did I just miss all of that? How did I just miss what that meant for me growing up and who that, who I was going to be? I don't know. So I think I like selectively, that's a part of my selective memory. I have a very selective memory, so <laughs> poor whatever human I end up with, <laughs> I will always be right. I'm kidding. Nadia? Um, I think, I mean, like I mentioned, I grew up in a extremely white town. Um, and at the time, I was like you, um, because as a kid, you're not conditioned to look at, at things negatively, right? Um, and I also like you, I had my older brother who did take me under his wing mm-hmm. and helped me a lot, like, in terms of, I guess, not seeing the negative things that people did. But um, as a kid, I really didn't see how... First of all, my brother and I were the only people of color, I believe, in our school, in our entire school. Everyone else was white. Um, for elementary school and I didn't really like understand how the questions that like my friends would ask me were negative and Mm. how they were racist and based on very like bad stereotypes of people of color and specifically Indians um and I I thought they were funny and I answered them but like now looking back like I realize how like how do I say this? Like in subconsciously, it was like hurting my self-esteem and hurting like you know how I how I felt in my own identity, which is really bad because no one should ever have to feel like that. Um, and so I think like a lack of sensitivity in that sort of situation. Um, really did affect me as a child obviously right now I'm very very happy with my identity and very proud of it and very um into my culture but it was it was difficult at the time to see it as anything except for you know something that was kind of weird because Mm -hmm. they made it seem like it was that way um and then also as it it was a um very conservative place um you know liking liking women was weird there um they would make gay jokes as insults a lot where I um came from and it was difficult because I I mean I, I remember my parents are, are very supportive people my whole family is extremely supportive um, but the people a lot of the people who are in that area were not you know at the time even if they are now and they're more you know sensitive now they they weren't at the time and they'd make like these jokes that were just really really for coming from a privileged point of view and quite harmful because I thought it was like weird for a long time that I liked girls so I didn't tell people um and that 
So that affected me in being comfortable in my own identity um, as a kid. And it actually affected me so much that even after I came out, um, I, I came out and said that I liked girls, I said that I was bi. Um, because I genuinely did think that, oh, I have to like men. And men will be like something that's end game for me. Um, and that really wasn't the case last year. Not to say, by the way, that bisexuality is, is, is invalid because it is very, very valid um, that pe- there are people that are bi. Um, just because that wasn't my experience doesn't mean it will be someone else's experience. Uh, sorry, just because it wasn't my experience doesn't mean it won't be someone else's experience. Um, just wanted to clarify, bisexuality is not a phase, it's very valid. Um, but I did, couldn't admit to myself that I didn't like men. Because until literally last year, maybe. Because of how people viewed me liking women as a kid. So... Those were things. I mean, I definitely had things to counteract that, like I said, the positive things from my family. And once I moved, I was in a much more positive community as well. Um, but yes, that was that was how some of those things shaped me. It took me a bit to, you know, be comfortable with myself because of that. But thank you, Nadia, for sharing that. Carla, do you have anything to say? I grew up in a very Hispanic community, so I think I've, I don't know, I think, <laughs> I don't know, I think it was really good for me because we, I don't know, I really liked the place in which I grew up in. I was surrounded by family members like all over the place, so we all lived in like the same communities. Um, my aunt, was and still is our neighbor like right next door to us our family everybody lives super close so i think growing up that was like really like a really cool part about it was that we got to see our our cousins and all of our family very often so it was really good like it was very family centered do you think that played into how you view your future yes yeah my whole childhood i was surrounded by my cousins so we were all very close to each other i think we're all very fortunate that we all have really good relationships with our family members yeah definitely mm-hmm. it makes me think that you guys can all be extended family members. Um, huh. What were you going to say? Oh no, I just asked about, about like what. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, I think family might be like the number one thing that really, I mean obviously. You know, because you know parents can do. Parents really set the tone for. Or just authority figures. Like the main authority figures in your life set the tone for the problems you're going to have and the, the things that you think that you can reach for and achieve 
I think that's a big thing that authority figures or parents set for their kids is what are the level, what's the level of possibility they have for their future. And I was really lucky in that my mom really instilled in me the sense that there's, there was nothing I couldn't aspire for. Well, I think that might be all we have to say today, but thank you for listening. This was really a nice way to dig deep into our younger selves and how we become the people we are today. Exactly. Anyone have any final words? I think that ultimately we all have very positive, we're very, all very lucky to have very positive mm-hmm. experiences during our childhood and that definitely did help us grow and shape us into the people we are today. Absolutely. I concur. Well, thank you again for listening. This has been Rotten Perfection. One, two, three. Bye! Bye.